Welcome to Why We Marathon, a podcast diving into the deep motivating factors for why people choose to run marathon races. I'm your host, Alex Allman, and today I'm excited to welcome our guest, Micah Shevitt. How are you today, Micah? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. I'm just great. Awesome. And, uh, you know, usually I just get started just curious, you know, where you're based, your age and your day job. Well, I just turned 47 years old the other day. I live in Sunnyhouse Beach, Florida, which is um, South Florida. I work as a real estate broker. I also work for a, a condominium management company full-time in Sunny Isles Beach. Awesome. Living in that nice Florida sun year-round. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, especially this time of the year. It's December now, and the, the weather is uh, for running. It's, if, you, if you could basically run, if you could run in the South Florida summer, you are, you are when you hit the wintertime, it is so nice because the summer makes you really strong. It is really tough conditions, the humidity in the summer. But once we get into like November, December, then we just fly. That's how it goes. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, definitely yeah. a good perk of living in Florida. So, so tell me a little bit about your first marathon race. When was that? And uh, what prompted you to start running marathons? Well, my first marathon was uh, 2008, the Miami, um, Miami Marathon. And uh, I wasn't even ready. I, uh, I just love to the challenge of running. So, you know, I was amateur. I had no idea what I was even getting myself involved with. I signed up. I probably trained for like two and a half months. And uh, I think the, the longest run I did before I even completed that marathon was maybe 15 miles and it wasn't even easy. And then uh, when I finished the run, I, I, I probably couldn't walk for like 10 days <laughs> lost a whole bunch of toenails and and uh i just was knew that i needed to figure this one out figure out running out but it was definitely not didn't have the runner's mentality i was just a amateur challenging myself and i probably finished it like in five hours uh, i can't remember the time five hours which is obviously not the goal time i wanted but i finished and that was that was the important thing and then two weeks later, I did the Fort Lauderdale full, and I also got crushed. Also, I killed myself, but wow. I did it. I probably so missed did, like in four hours. So, you did. Yeah. Sorry, you did a you did another marathon two weeks after your very first marathon. Like a month, like a four weeks after. It was like yeah. Miami was like in January. The Fort Lauderdale was in February. That's and uh, yeah, but then and then uh, I really knew that running uh, the running is be a beautiful thing, but I was. I was not a runner. Well, I was more. I was more of a more of a. I was more of a gym rat back then, you know, lifting weights and trying to be strong and this and that. So, uh, I had no running technique, running form, or any the running the mental side of it too was not there. It was just a, a, almost like a silly challenge, but I got hooked. It got me hooked, and then I did. I did uh, four more years in a row. I did the Miami, and then the Fall Ardell. And uh, my all-time, my PR, personal best, personal record is three hours, 59 minutes, and 26 seconds for the Fort Lauderdale, which is my last, last marathon I ever completed. And when wow. I broke four hours, when I broke four hours, I was like, that's it. Because I'm a big guy. Um, I was probably running the marathon at 240 pounds, which is obviously a large, six foot three, 240 pounds, which is a large size for a marathon or any runner I would, I would assume so i was just getting killed by my 
body weight and things like that. But I broke four hours, which was my goal at the time. Yeah, that's amazing, Mike. And um, I mean, definitely, definitely a different challenge being, you know, a man of your stature and sort of height and weight there. You know, I'm curious, you're, you're the first guest, actually, that's run the Miami and Fort Lauderdale marathons. Can you tell us a little bit about those experiences? You know, what was the crowd like? Sure. What was the course like? Well, the Miami, the Miami is huge. It's also a half marathon and a full marathon combo. And it's, it's a huge marathon. I would think there's 10, 12, 13,000 people running it. It's the most amazing scenery. It's it's uh, the weather is typically perfect. It's in January. Uh, it's it's uh, there's some bridges though, which which kind of hit you pretty hard, especially at the end. Uh, the Fort Lauderdale is a small, petite, little, uh, probably like two thousand people, maybe three. I don't know, much smaller, maybe a thousand, and it's flat. It's beautiful, and I, I prefer the smaller than the big, just because. You know, the smaller you have more freedom to move around it's it's more of a uh it's more scenic too it's right on the ocean there's so much of it which is right on the atlantic ocean and it's beautiful and the finish line is beautiful and um it's uh, they're both great but they're totally different animals miami's huge and amazing it's a big event for is almost like a local event and um but it's it's still an amazing amazing uh both of them are incredible events in my opinion yeah, thanks for the context there, Micah. You know, is there anything that you learned about yourself after you ran those those first two marathons? Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I learned that I am I am human because when you go in you go in with an ego thinking you can just do it, and then you, it really humbles you, and that's what I like I like to be humbled because I just thought I could I thought I could go there, run, get out of there, and and uh, move on, and the 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 full marathon at that time. I was, which I wasn't even wasn't ready for. It really taught me a lesson that, you know, it's a mental challenge, it's a physical challenge. You have to put your time and effort and energy into uh, anything you want to accomplish. I was totally not prepared for the first few. But actually, when I did the Miami, it gets me in shape for the Fall Lauderdale, which is four weeks later, just about. So that I usually did better than the Fall Lauderdale ones because I was in shape i finished miami then i would do maybe like a 20 mile two two 20 mile runs in between and then maybe a 10 and then i then i did the you know fort lauderdale full and uh it was it was typically easier but still it was uh definitely challenging nonetheless that's an amazing perspective like uh, you know i think being humbled is definitely important you know and especially yeah. in the marathon it's just a distance that challenges everything you got you know, both physically yeah. and mentally to your point. So, you know, I love your perspective there now. Micah, you know, I, I discovered you on Instagram through your, your half marathon running challenge. I'd love to learn more about what yeah. motivated you to start that challenge and tell us a little bit about the details. Okay, well, um, how it worked is I, after, I didn't run for maybe five years after my, after my last marathon, my 10th marathon. And then in about 2017, uh, I, all I was doing was going to the gym. I was lifting weights and I, I thought it looked good, but I was probably 260 pounds again, six foot three, but I was really strong in the gym. And I, I live in Miami and I went to visit my friends in uh, New York who I haven't seen in like in two years. And, and uh, I was big and jacked and they're like, but they, they said, Mike, like what the hell happened to you? And, and I was, and I got there and I was, I asked you if they said something I got fat and I was looking sloppy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just, they didn't even recognize me. So I remember that was July 4th weekend. I 
and I was totally out of shape, but I was strong in the gym. I was probably bench pressing like 375 pounds uh, and, you know, every other deadlifting like 400 and squatting like 400. So what happened was I went running at my friend's summer home and I did like a mile and I, 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 I almost had a heart attack. I couldn't even, I couldn't even move the next day. My legs were sore. I was crushed and I was, Oh my God, this is not the person who I am. Cause I like to stay athletic. And I remember like, so I went running, I got home for, to Miami. I started running around a, a three mile loop in uh, Aventura. And it was, it just killed me. I, I couldn't even do it. And I barely even like, I, I just said, I'm turning like 40 years old at the time, more or less 41, 42. And I couldn't even function. And then I finally mastered the three mile loop and I did, and then, I, and then I got to five miles. And before you know, I was running like every day and all of a sudden I lost weight and I just started running every single day. And all of a sudden, and now I uh, started mastering like 10 miles and I said, I did 10 miles. I started doing 10 miles every single day. And I actually did my first major running streak. I did 490 days of 10 miles or more every single day. This was, um, Wow. About, yeah, 400, 490 days of 10 miles or more. The last 75 days of that streak was 75 half marathons, 75 uh, completed half marathons. So I, and, and then on the, on the, on the day I, I got shin splints and I, oh, I got injured for the first time in my life. I got shin splints. I stopped. I couldn't, I don't even know how I got the shin splints. I was a great run. All of a sudden I was in the middle of the day. I, got shin splints. So I took a month off and I said to myself, I'm going to, in the year 2021, run a half marathon every single day. So on January 1st, I started again. I did on day 75 again, I got hurt. I, I uh, strained my right quad, a right quad muscle and I stopped and it was, it was, it was terrible, but um, I was in really good shape. And so I did two two streaks of 75 half marathons every single day. And then on April 1st, I started again because the goal was to break a hundred. I really wanted to do a hundred half marathons. I got close 75 times in a row. So I wanted to break a hundred. And on April 1st, I have started my half marathon streak seven every single day, seven days a week, no matter how I feel. And as of this morning, when I ran my half marathon at 4 a.m., today was day 246 consecutive half marathons in 246 days in a row. And that's where I am today. Wow, Michael, let me yeah. just interject. That is an amazing accomplishment. I mean, just to see your transformation and, you know, your commitment yeah. to this challenge and, you know, day in and day out, to your point, no matter how you feel, you're getting up and you're, you're putting in the work. Now I have a few yeah. questions here, you know, how are sure. you doing with recovery? You know, this seems like you mentioned, you know, you're a big guy, this is a lot on your body. Yeah. How are you dealing with recovering from a half an I, hour I, every single day? The, the amazing thing is I, I really have no recovery issues whatsoever. When I run, when I run my half marathon, um, it's over, it's done. Like it, there's 99% of the run is recovered within like, after I shower, I have no recovery um, issues whatsoever. I just, I, I, uh, I run, I go home, I shower, shave, 
<laughs> get ready for the day. And I, and I'm, I could honestly, I could, I could probably, I'm in the shape right now. I could probably run again if, like, I could if I wanted to. But uh, I, it's almost like, it's I, I consider it like brushing my teeth. Like, uh, I brush my teeth. I run a half marathon. I run a half marathon. There's no, there's no. Um, there's no, it's just a task I do. Sometimes I, I run it and I don't even remember I do it because it's so ingrained in my daily routine that I have no um, thoughts about it. Like I, yeah. I ran this morning and I barely even have a memory of my run. It's just, I know I did it. I can look Definitely. at my Strava and see it, but uh, and sometimes I forget that I do it. Sometimes I have to double check because I don't want to break my streak. But so I, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's amazing, Micah. And I, I think it's you know a testament to your will that you've been able to just make this a habit. Are you doing any yeah. training like yoga or ice? No, are you I, 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 the only thing I do is I go to the gym like three times a week still, just because um, I consider I consider myself an athlete, not like a more of a run, but an athlete. I do go to the gym. I can still lift. I go to the gym like three times a week, almost to prehab, so I don't get injured. But I still lift a lot of the way to the gym. I still could bench press and squat and do lunges. Uh, almost as uh, um, well over 300 pound bench press and everything else. So, but I, th I think the reason why I don't get injured or maybe my recovery is um, so easy is because I spent, I'm 47 now. I've been exercising, lifting weights since I'm about 15 or 16 years old. And um, I think that's, there's a, a difference between how I, you know, my, body type my muscular muscular uh my muscles how they function so i recover i just recover and that's the reason why i think i never get injured i have no issues whatsoever i have no everyone's telling me up and down the block that i'm gonna need all this i have knee problems and hip problems and i don't have any problems i'm 100 percent healthy healthy as could be thankfully thankfully is right mike and uh is yeah. there a special nutrition uh, pattern that you follow no, no, no. I follow next to, I, the only, the only, my only thing is I, if I run at night, I try not to eat uh, two hours before I, two, three hours, there's a window of two, three hours. I try not to eat anything. If I am hungry, maybe I'll have like an apple or a banana. I drink a lot of water, but no, I eat, I eat whatever I want. And actually I consider the food um, just the fuel to keep me going, but I'll go, I'll eat buffets. I'll eat fast food. I'll eat whatever I feel like, but, but I know I eat healthy, but um, I'm a big eater. I, I consume a lot of food and I have no nutrition. And um, and if I wake up in the morning, when I run in the morning, which is my favorite time to run, I'll just have like a glass of water and then get out the door and that's it. There's nothing, um, I keep it very simple. I, I think my running is very, very simple and that's why I don't take it too seriously. So that's why I am able to just keep on doing it without like, fo I don't focus on my times or my um analysis of running my heart rates or anything like that now i do i do focus on my form running which is um i think that's for my form for my body type and my and uh i i'm grateful i think i've perfected my form for what works for me you know everyone tells you there's so many different theories of how you should land on the strike the ground and and you know running this and running gear i just keep it very very simple and that's what keeps me um going to the next day that's amazing to hear micah now i am curious you know, are you, how are you tracking your runs and um what kind of I'm, gear are you using in terms of shoes well, and you know i use i use i love i love brooks i, I i've used nikes and adidas but right now i'm using brooks 
Um, I think for a big, excuse me? Which model are you using? Uh, the, the ghosts right now, Brooks ghosts. Yeah, that's what I run and I love them. Oh yeah, and I've, I've done a little bit of research and they say the, the, the bigger men are, are uh, Brooks is good for bigger men. That's what, who weigh like, you know, who are not the typical runner's weight. Well, so uh, I think what's you, Mikey, by the way, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm about six, six, one and you know, anywhere between 190 and 200. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Also, when I go to a store to buy shoes, I'm a size 14 shoe and um, I can't. I'm a 13 limited. option. Oh, yeah. OK, so you're, you're <laughs> saying it's not, it's not easy to it's not easy to find shoes sometimes in your shoe size. I mean, so but some of when I go to a store and I ask for Brooks, they seem to always have Brooks in size 14, maybe because uh, it goes hand in hand. Maybe it's for bigger men. I don't know. Um, therefore, they can't, they make bigger sizes. So I'm always I always seem to get a little lucky with um, the Brooks and I've just grown accustomed to the Brooks and I really, really enjoy running in the Brooks. I've never had any problems, but, uh, excellent. Yeah. How are you tracking your runs? It's all on Strava, a hundred percent on Strava under my name, Micah Shevitt, uh, from day one, it's all tracking Strava. Awesome. And, and how about your playlist, Mike? Are you, you know, yeah. music, I, podcast, no music? I listen to, Sp I, I'm, I love Spotify. I think Spotify is the greatest invention for <laughs> runners to listen to music. I love Spotify is great. You can, I, every day I create a playlist, but um, I do like uh, my acoustic play. I'm, I'm, I like acoustics from like the 1990s. I like the you know, 1990s grunge acoustic. I also like, um, uh, I've, uh, I grew up in Miami. So I have like a whole bunch of like Miami music from the 1990s, which I, when I was in South Beach, uh, those, that music I sometimes bring it back, but I um, I do like more like grunge or like hip hop, nothing nothing crazy nothing crazy, uh, but I do I like the beast. This morning I went to the Beastie Boys. Uh, I love the Beastie Boys because they're, they're the greatest. I agree. With band. That. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's nothing like uh, running to uh, you know the the Beastie band. Boys just jamming. Yeah, Beast of Van, Van, Van Halen, Stone Temple Pilots, I, I could go, Led Zeppelin. Who was your top five on the Spotify rap this year? Uh, uh, well, um, I like, uh, I, I can't even tell you. I don't even know. But the Beast, the Beastie Boys is always up there on my, on my favorite. I like Eminem. I like, I like Jay-Z. I like uh, Rob Bass. I, I like them all. But it has, but some, you know, bits and pieces of every artist just to keep me, keep me going. You know, and, uh, I, I even sometimes put the Rocky soundtrack on, uh, uh, you know, just a, a little yeah, yeah. It's 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 a little it's a little old school, but it's a little like, but it, anything to keep me motivated. But I don't think I listen to the same um, playlist two times in a row. Like, you know, I'll do, and I'll never listen to pod. I try to listen to podcasts, but I, I can't I can't concentrate on the run when I'm listening to pod. I could barely even concentrate on the music. I just like the music just to keep me going. But like sometimes your favorite song could be on, you don't even realize it was just on because. You really zoned into the the run, you know. Oh yeah, I'm you know, almost hypnotized into the run that you don't focus on anything else. You know, sometimes they even like past friends on the road, they tell me that I ran right past them. I don't even, and they said, they said, hey, Mike, I can't say hello to you, but I don't even know, I don't even notice them. That's what happens. It happens all the time. Yeah, you know, you're in the zone, zone and uh, especially with you know the consistency yeah. that you're doing, you're, you're just yeah. Is there anyone that you yeah. run with or train with, or are you doing all this solo, Micah? all solo but you know, once in a while i run with you know a friend someone i run with a friend once in a while but like 95 percent of my runs are solo and it's hard to run with somebody i think especially when you know 
in the times, like uh, my times are improving. Uh, I did a, I did my PR uh, uh, last week. I did a one hour, 35 minutes. Uh, that's my PR for my half marathon time. And, uh, you know, you just, you're trying to run so fast and you the last couple of miles, you're really trying to get your PR. And if you're running with somebody, it's, it's just, uh, I have a few people I run with though. There's a few uh, people I sometimes intersect with, like along the way, not everyone does 13.1. They, they'll do five with me and the, the call of the day and things like that. But, uh, I just, I just keep on, if anyone wants to run with me, it's fine, but it's, it's just hard, sometimes hard to coordinate runs, especially since I work, I run like a 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m., the latest is 5 a.m. It's not easy to get out of the bed for some people at that time. Yeah, but I, I, can, I gotta say, your, uh, your dedication is impressive. Your work ethic you. is amazing. You know, you're, yeah. you're out there grinding super early in the morning and every day and 200 yeah. plus days in a row of half marathons. So, yeah. you know. 2.46, yeah. it's not gonna, it's not going to end soon, though. I'm at 246, and I feel I feel very fresh and ready to go. But, but you know, it could end any moment because that, my two injuries crept up on me. Like I, I felt great after my two injuries on both of them on day 75, my first two attempts at the streak, and all of a sudden, like I ran in the morning, and by the afternoon, I was hobbling. So even though when I finished the run, so, uh, but to, I'm I'm definitely going to go. My milestone is, you know, milestone runs a 250, which is in a couple of days from now. Then. And then if I'm a 250, I'm sure it's going to get to 300. Then 300 is close to 365, and that's how I'm I'm breaking it down in my in my head. I don't really think too yeah, far Micah. in advance. Yeah, small, it's small and achievable, which is great. So you know, I yeah. want to wrap things up today, Mike. I'm okay. Super impressed by your experience here. You know, I wanted you to just sum up in a few sentences. You know, the podcast is called Why We Marathon. In this case, maybe we'll change it to Why We Half Marathon. But, <laughs> you know, I'd love to get. Yeah, and just a few quick sentences, you know, those motivating factors for why you're out there running every day. Well, I just want to bring the best out of me. I, I obviously want to set an example for my family. I have two beautiful kids, and they see me running every single day, 13.1 miles. And they honestly, I think they might think every dad runs 13.1 miles every day because they're not that impressed. They see me every day, but they, um, I, I, I really feel like I could, if I could help someone inspire people to get healthy and and stay strong and be motivated and get off their couch. That's a wonderful thing. And I feel great. I know I'm 47, I'm not getting any younger, but I feel stronger now than I ever have in my entire life. So, and um, I'm just happy I, I'm given the ability to do this. I'm not gonna, and the times I do get hurt when I stop running, which is rare, I miss running so much. It's such a wonderful feeling to run and and be strong and be in control of your pace and your time and, and listen to good music and be, and I run on the ocean sometimes. And it's just a running is a wonderful thing. And if more people could get into running and marathons, half marathons, just getting out of your house and being healthy, that's, that's, um, if I could help someone do that, that's, that's all, that's all that matters to me. Mike, I absolutely love that perspective. You know, that's a that's a big reason, you know, why I host this podcast. I'm just trying to inspire more people to get out there and running. It's really changed my life for the better, you know, both Great. fitness, mental health, you know, all of the above. It's it's really a game changer. And, you know, love your perspective today. Love your dedication. I just want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Why We Marathon. Please follow us on Instagram at Why We Marathon. Check out our website, www.whywemarathon.com. And if you can, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much and have a great day. Bye. Thank you.